you cannot fool yourself. You're a lot smarter than you ever give yourself credit for. So stop trying to convince yourself of things that you're not just because you don't want to be them anymore. The crack or the wound is where the light enters. So dive in, look at the wound. Why do I feel that day way? And what is it that I do truly want? So that when you do choose affirmations, they're reflecting your soul's truth. They're reflecting the potential that you're willing to expand into. Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. Hello, welcome back to the Light Path Podcast. I am so happy um, to have you here and grateful that you decided to show up just to dive into an aspect of yourself or maybe be provocated to think a little differently or wrap your head, in this case, around a spiritual concept which I'm coming to you today with to perhaps reframe. I love taking these spiritual teachings that I think have become really glossy, really mainstream and really palatable and getting to the truth of them. Not to say that the way that they've been delivered to you is wrong in any way, but I think in a tendency to simplify or to make them really palatable and attractive to you, that we can totally miss the point of it and get really off track with them. And today that is all about affirmations. So are you someone that has used affirmations before? Have you tried standing in front of the mirror and saying affirmations out loud to yourself? Do you maybe even have an app that gives you an affirmation a day, something to work with? Because I want to dig deep into the concept of affirmations and just energetically maybe shed a little bit of light on why maybe affirmations are not working for you. It's not because you're doing anything wrong or it's not that affirmations don't necessarily work. But when we really understand the truth behind affirmations and what they're really there to do, that we can then work with them in a way that works for us as opposed to just really going into the pseudo-spiritual or the palatable spiritual experiences or self-development and self-expansive experiences and tools and just kind of hoping that they work. So hopefully this chat really empowers you and inspires you to actually use affirmations in a way that they can potentially have a really positive impact on you, your self-image, the choices that you make and ultimately how you move through this world, spreading your light. So I'm just going to pause here and just remind you that this podcast is such a labor of love and I love producing it for you. It is a lot of work and so soon we'll be taking a little break for the rest of 2023. We have chalked up close to 100 episodes, if not over 100 episodes by the time this episode comes out and it's something that I'm really really proud of to be able to connect with you in this way and the break is really going to serve to plan the next season and to really 
um, allow me the time to find amazing guests um, and to get them on to speak to you about the things that are really going to enhance your life. So we're one episode shy of 100. So such a milestone um, that we have coming up on Thursday. But for this episode specifically, I would just really love if you could support the podcast by, you know, giving it a rating. Um, A written review would be so amazing because, you know, the world of the internet is all about algorithms and the way to really boost your awareness or the awareness for what you're doing is through algorithms and for no other intention other than I just want whatever we're talking about to find the people that either need to hear it or desire to hear it. So if you could really support us in that way by leaving that review or that rating, that will hopefully help do that and get it into as many people's ears as possible because if we're all out there really in touch with ourselves, shedding our light up or shining, not shedding, shining our light wherever we go, then everyone is going to benefit. All right, let's get back into it, affirmations. So the idea of an affirmation is that you would say a certain statement to yourself in order for you to cultivate a belief in it. So for example, it is very widely taught that the most powerful way to do this is to stand in front of a mirror and say these affirmations out loud to yourself. Louise Hay, rest her soul, was a big pioneer in this and she talks a lot about standing in front of the mirror and saying affirmations out loud. Things like, I am loved, I am capable, I am wonderful, I am beautiful, I am brave, I am strong, and whatever it is. Yet I'm going to be really honest with you, I am not, or I haven't been in the past, a huge affirmation person until I really step back to think about affirmations, how they work, and really how they can work for me in a way that's effective because ultimately standing in front of a mirror and saying affirmations are usually based upon the exact opposite. So if you are maybe, let's just say, struggling with the, or your weight, let's just say you're struggling with your weight or you're struggling with feeling good about yourself, then you might be driven as a result of that negativity to stand in front of the mirror and to say things like, I am beautiful or I am loved. And the reason you're doing that is because you actually believe and experience the opposite. So standing in front of a mirror or even just saying it out loud or writing it is actually so unconvincing. Like we're not stupid. When I don't feel something and I'm saying affirmations to convince myself that I am that, then doesn't that just like kind of stem to reason that you're just going to roll your eyes at yourself and believe the converse even more? So affirming what you don't know to be absolutely true in your soul, in your potential and in your belief system is what I believe is a complete and utter waste of time because affirmations will not work 
if you don't actually to your core believe that they're true. Another aspect of affirmations is visualizations and repeating certain realities over and over again until it becomes your reality. Now, I'm going to burst a little spiritual bubble here for a lot of people. Affirmations are good. Visualizations are good. But oh golly gosh, they would have to be repeated and you would have to literally dedicate your whole conscious brain to them for an extended period of time in order to reprogram that subconscious part of yourself. Is that possible? Yes. Can affirmations and visualizations ultimately become an embedded, embodied belief system? Yes. Do you have time to sit in that meditative state or repetitive state for hours and hours upon end in order to change your thoughts? Probably not. I love the story that Joe Dispenza tells of when he was in an accident. If you don't know who Dr. Joe Dispenza is, he has done so much research and so much work on how to rewire your brain in order to have it thinking differently because your thoughts create your reality as he reminds us a lot and I am in total agreement with him. He was um, at one point in his life in a really bad cycling accident and his back was terribly broken. I'm telling this story really poorly. So if you want to hear it from him, just Google his story. Um, but here is the little cliff notes on it. So he broke his back in many, many places. And so he was bedridden, like he was in this hospital bed. He had nowhere to go because he couldn't go anywhere. The guy couldn't walk. And what he did is something extremely admirable. So he didn't necessarily dive into the science and to the medical experts opinion of his prognosis. Um, and he didn't lie there in a woe is me um, attitude. And, and that's what I really admire about him. He actually decided to dedicate the hours upon hours, day after day that he was bedridden to rewire his brain so strongly to a man that can walk and a body that can heal itself that that's exactly what happened. Some would say, what a miracle. And I'm like, exactly. Because as you know, I really subscribe to Marianne Williamson's um, definition of a miracle, which she gets from A Course in Miracles, which is a miracle is a shift in perception. So Dr. Joe Dispenza was able to shift his perception on what his body could do so strongly that his body shifted and it healed. Um, so that is all well and good, but I don't have hours upon hours to sit in front of a mirror in that deep meditative brain reprogramming state. That's not to say I don't do it. Every morning I dedicate time before I begin my day to a meditation where I am visualizing and embodying the essence and the energy of my highest potential, how I perceive it to be, my highest level of myself. Because 
I do want to be consistent in the practice of consistently reprogramming and reshaping my perceptions so that my brain, my subconscious, as well as my conscious brain works together to make choices, to shift my perceptions, to adopt habits that reflect that version of myself. So I'm in no way anti this work. I just, I think I've stressed that enough. But what I do want to rip the um, shiny little light off is that when you are encouraged maybe to stand in front of the mirror and to say things like, I am loved or I am beautiful and you don't genuinely feel that way, you're lying to yourself. You're trying to convince yourself of something that you don't know to be true and you definitely don't feel like it's true for you. You might be at best trying to convince yourself or remind yourself of what it is that you desire or what it is that you want. But as we know, energy, vibration, the universe, whatever you want to call it, does not respond to what it is that we want. It responds to who we are being. So you're keeping yourself trapped in a state of dissatisfaction and displeasure when you are just attacking it on that level. Because change happens when you affirm what it is that you know to be true in your soul, in your potential, in your belief system, and in your values, that everything that you are affirming actually reflects that, whether or not it's your reality in your real waking days. So affirmations will not work if you don't actually, to your core, believe them. And I think this is where people get tripped up. It's like we're, you know, in a lot of ways, people are sold this lie that you can have whatever it is you want at a whim whenever you want it. Put in a little effort, stand in front of the mirror, tell yourself you're beautiful, tell yourself you're proud of yourself. And if there aren't actions, habits, rituals, perceptions, ways of thinking and being that are there all day, every day to back that up, if you're not doing the work in inverted commas, then so what? You're not that stupid. (laughs) You are not, you can't trick yourself into greatness. You can't bluff yourself into change and greatness. You actually have to believe you're someone that can shift and change, but also be willing to make those shifts and actualize that change And the affirmations in that aspect can really become a productive and effective part of your practice. And like I said, it doesn't mean that you have to be experiencing it now. So if you're really battling with your own sense of self or you're really battling with maybe being really hard on yourself in terms of the way you look, If you know to your core that you have it within your power, even though it might be really hard and really unpleasant, but you have it within your power to love yourself fiercely and to make really healthy physical and mental choices for yourself, then standing in front of the mirror and saying, you are worthy of this, you are beautiful 
is going to be really effective. But if you're just saying that to try and convince yourself to feel good, then it is not going to last. So consider your affirmations really, really carefully. If you honestly don't believe them, that you are or that you can be, fill in the blank, you will never get to experience that notion of what it is that you desire or want to embody and the essence of that affirmation that you're trying to work with in the first place. So let me give you another example. Let's just say that you really struggle with confidence, that you feel really nervous when you're speaking publicly, whether it be to a group of people, whether it be one-on-one, and you just are not a confident person. And there are a lot of symptoms of that lack of confidence. You might not speak up. You might not put yourself forward for things. You might not, it might be blocking you from pursuing the things that you really do desire. So the first question to ask, I, I believe, is, well, the first thing not to do is to run to the mirror and say, I am confident. I am confident. I am confident because you're not, (laughs) you know, you're not, you've already really established that you walk with this every single day. So telling yourself that you're confident, maybe might boost your mood or give you like a little rush of something, but it's, it's, it does not create lasting change. And if I go back to Dr. Joe Dispenza's example of how he healed himself, he didn't lie there every day and meditate very deeply and visualize his spine repairing itself because he wanted to avoid being paralyzed. He did it because he believed he could. He had no scientific evidence for this. He just knew in his soul, in his core, that he had it within himself, the ability to heal, and he went for it. So you see how his visualizations or any maybe affirmations that he was saying to himself actually really align with his belief system. So if you're someone that deeply believes that you are not a confident person, telling yourself you're confident is not going to help you. It's probably going to make you feel worse. So let's break this example down. Instead of running to the mirror and saying, I am confident, wouldn't it be a really good exercise to maybe just ask yourself why you feel that way and to allow yourself to flesh out all the examples of in the past where speaking up or putting yourself forward has left you feeling really defeated or hurt or ridiculed, whatever it is. Because once you expose the wound, you can actually then begin to heal it. And it's got nothing to do with a lack of confidence. It's probably got to do with the wounding. So again, affirmations are not going to help there. You have to go into the wound. Another aspect of this is actually considering why is it that you would like to be confident? What is it that A, it's costing you to not explore your confident nature? And it's also really helpful to understand your why. I don't think we can get away with any type of self-evolving development or healing without really aligning the why to our truth. And here's the thing. If you didn't on some level believe that you had the capability and the capacity to embody the essence 
however you want to define it, of confidence, then you wouldn't desire it. I truly believe that. So on some level, in your way, not in someone else's, not comparing yourself to someone else and how they do it, but in your way, you have the ability to embody a sense of confidence that can ultimately work for you. So why do you want to feel confident? What version of yourself do you see as confident? What are they doing? What are they wearing? How are they speaking? How are they presenting themselves? What is their daily routine like? What are their habits? What do they choose to eat? Who do they choose to befriend? How do they spend their free time? All of that to really flesh out this image of yourself that reflects the way you define confidence. Now, once you've done those two massive things, you've identified the wounding, but you've also really expanded into understanding the vision of confidence that you would like to align with, you can then confidently stand in front of the mirror, ironically, confidently stand in front of the mirror and actually state affirmations that are true to your soul. Because if you are able to devise a very clear image where you understand this confident version of yourself down to what this version of yourself eats for breakfast, then you are going to be able to pull out affirmations that that version of you says. And like I said, if you can imagine it, then it's somewhere inside of you. And I think that we overthink things. So we think confidence is one thing, but then when we do it this way or whatever it is that we're desiring, um, when we do it this way, we actually really get specific to what it means for us, which allows us to really know its truth in our soul and our potential and in our belief system. Because for one person, confidence might mean that they can stand in front of a room of a thousand people and give a speech. Now, if in your soul, in your potential, you know, you have zero desire to stand in front of a room of a thousand people and give a speech. That is not your purpose. That is not your passion. You don't, you don't really want that, yet you're seeking that level of confidence. I'm like, why? It's not for you. That is not your version of confidence. Your version of confidence might mean that you can extend your hand, look someone in the eye and introduce yourself with a sense of groundedness and peace and self-assuredness. And that in itself is just as dynamic as standing in front of a room of a thousand people giving a speech. It's both the same thing. But that version of it has to be true and nourishing and appropriate and relative to you. So if that's the case, then affirmations of I am confident really just scratch the surface. They kind of seem redundant. We know that you're confident because we know that this is what you desire. So the affirmations may be I am capable. I am so proud of myself. I am willing to be brave. I will speak even when my voice shakes. I will hold myself as my nervous system begins to, to get triggered. One step at a time. I am growing. 
I am willing to expand my comfort zone. I know my value. I determine my value. I have got you. None of those mention confidence, but all of those when embodied is actually representing what that confidence was for you. A big aspect of where I use affirmations in my work is that every full and new moon in the workbook for the moon membership, I give the members a page of affirmations that go along with the work for that full or new moon. And those affirmations reflect the deep diving and reflecting and subconscious reprogramming that we do in the meditation. So when we say those affirmations out loud within our moon rituals that we curate for ourselves off the back of that workbook, we've actually already done those steps that I mentioned before. So if you're really looking to work with affirmations and seeing how they can actually realistically and contextually work for you, that's a great place to start because they're written for you. They're given to you based on the work that we've already done. So jump on there. But I really hope that this chat has kind of maybe lifted the lid on the the shiny toy that a lot of, I think, spiritual teachers present affirmations as. And just to remind you that you're not stupid. You cannot fool yourself. You're a lot smarter than you ever give yourself credit for. So stop trying to convince yourself of things that you're not just because you don't want to be them anymore. The crack or the wound is where the light enters. So dive in. Look at the wound. Why do I feel that day way? And what is it that I do truly want? So that when you do choose affirmations, they're reflecting your soul's truth. They're reflecting the potential that you're willing to expand into. And they are reflecting a belief system that you're holding yourself in nurturing to adopt in order to be that vision or the version of yourself that you feel might be lacking. And that is when affirmations can become such a valuable, impactful and powerful aspect of your growth and expansion. I would love to hear your thoughts on affirmations. I think this is a really interesting topic. So if you have any thoughts on what I've shared, any tips or tricks that you have used in the past, any learnings about affirmations that have always really stuck with you, I am would love for you to share them because if they've touched you, they are 100% going to touch somebody else. So head over to the Facebook community page and pop in there anything that you want to share around affirmations because I know personally I would love to hear it and learn from it, but I know everyone else will as well. And as I said at the beginning of this um, podcast episode, Next episode is going to be the big 100. Oh, I actually really can't believe that that's where I've gotten this to. And I'm really proud of myself, but I'm more than more than being proud of myself. I'm really grateful for you for listening. So thank you so, so much for the love and the support that you have given me. Our stats show that our listeners are consistent. So I can, that to me just warms my heart. That to me says we have a community of listeners here 
that are consistently listening and sharing in these thoughts. So having you guys connect with each other on the Facebook community group would be so awesome. But also just my deepest gratitude for that. Um, And like I said, if you could leave a written review or a rating, that would be so greatly appreciated because then our community can grow and we can continue to explore concepts, but also just love and support each other. Um, Because I think that in a world that is constantly changing and really encouraging individualism and separation, that it is a radical, a really gnarly radical act to choose connection. Um, So I love it that you're part of this light path gang so much. For now, as always, I am just sending you so much love and light as you walk your path. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.